Gemara on the bottom of Peiches, Samad Beis, four lines from the bottom. You have two porches that are near each other, that um, in, in a courtyard, there's a courtyard, and what we're talking about over here is there's a cesspool, and there's a cesspool that has to be used to throw down the wastewater. So what it said in the Mishnah is that if a person living in one apartment had a cesspool for himself, he's allowed to throw out his wastewater. If the other person did not make a cesspool for himself, he cannot throw out his wastewater into that cesspool that the other person made. Omar Rava says, Rava, fill irvu. Even if these two people made an eight of chatzedes together, they still can't share the cesspool. Omar Abaya, my timer. What's the reason? Why not? Because you worry that there's too much water. The whole problem with dumping out your water into a cesspool is that it, it goes into the Rishus HaRabim. So you're going to have too much water now that two different people are pouring into the cesspool, so it's going to flow over into the Rishus HaRabim. But that's not a problem, because Vartanya Ibraisa says, Achasli Uka, whether you have a cesspool, Achasli Gistra, or if you don't have a cesspool, but you have this broken piece of earthenware that, that you use like as a uh, place to dump your water, or Brecha, a uh, small pool, Barevo, or a big bowl, even if they're already overflowed with water from before Shabbos, you're allowed to throw the water into it on Shabbos. Why? What's the reason? Because if you have this cesspool that's large enough and you're dumping your water into it, your kavana is not that the water should go into the Rishos Your kavana is to throw it into the cesspool and the water should be absorbed there. If it ends up flowing out into the Rishos it doesn't matter. That wasn't your kavana. Chazal warned geyser then. They were only geyser if a person dumps his water without a cesspool in a way that it's going to go into the Shusarabim. He wants it to go directly into the Shusarabim. But as long as you have a cesspool there, it doesn't matter. See, even if there's two people using the same cesspool, it shouldn't matter. Ella says the Gemara, This is what Rabbi said. It's only if the people over here did not make an aid of Chatseris, so then they can't use, they said one person cannot use the other person's cesspool. But if they made an Eid of Chatzedes together, if they made an Eid of Chatzedes, then it's allowed. So Taisus over here explains, wait a minute, if they did not make an Eid of Chatzedes, and um, it's not only the person that did not, that, uh, not only the person that doesn't have a cesspool shouldn't be allowed, the other person shouldn't be allowed either, because he didn't make an Eid of Chatzedes. If there's no Eid of Chatzedes, then where's the cesspool? Downstairs in the Chatzah, which is shared by both of these people, they didn't make an Eid of Chatzedes, how could anybody use the cesspool? So Taisus explains, look, look on the top line of Taisus, they should both be Yasser. Taisus says the case over here is they're not dumping the water directly into the cesspool. You're dumping the water, let's say, on your porch. For example, a person maps his, his house, he dumps the water on the porch, and from the porch it flows down into the cesspool. So that's what the mission was speaking about. So the person that owns this cesspool, he's allowed to do that, because he's not going down, he's not pouring it directly into the cesspool. But the other person that did not make it, he's not allowed, because he didn't make an Erev Chatzeris, here Chazal Wagaizer. So the Gemara now asks the question, So if they did not make an Erev Chatzeris, what's the problem? If the person that made the cesspool is allowed, why? Because he's not pouring it directly into the cesspool, he's pouring the water on his porch, and it's flowing down, same thing with the other person. Even if he didn't make an Erev Chatzeris, he's not using the cesspool directly. He's pouring out his water on the porch, and it's flowing down. So it should also be allowed. And so the Gemara does Gzayde. Omar Avashi, Gzayde, Dilma, Asila, Fuki, Mani, Debatim, Lahosam. 
The Xayda is the person that did not make a cesspool might carry out pails of his wastewater downstairs to where the cesspool is. And that's not allowed. He didn't make a native chatzeris. So again, Tesis explains, the person that made a cesspool probably made it right under his porch in a place that it's convenient for him to pour out his water and it's going to flow straight into the cesspool. So we're not geyser that he's going to carry out a pail of water downstairs. The other person, he's a neighbor, the next porch over, for him to pour out his water from the porch, he has to throw it further down. So he might walk downstairs and pour out his, his wastewater directly into the cesspool. So then he's going into the chatzar and they did not make an aid of chatzeris. That's why it's a problem. Hadran, Allah, Ketzad, Mishtatvim. No, yeah, asked yesterday. No, it's not because today, whatever uh, sewage system we have when we flush the toilet goes out under which is, under the Rishon before, right? Huh? Which was mentioned. Yeah, it was mentioned before was mentioned when you have a sewage system that's covered. Not yeah. specifically, but we had we had it before. Correct, correct. Okay, we begin a new pedic, which is also a continuation of the halachas of Eid of Chatzedis. But over here, this page discusses carrying from one rooftop to another rooftop, or one chatzah to another chatzah. Part of the whole concept of Erev Chatzeris is, there's the original Takana of Erev Chatzeris, which is that, which comes actually from Shlema Melech. He was misaka not to carry from a house into a chatzah, and the reason is because the house is owned and used privately, and the chatzah is shared by many people, so it's similar to carrying from the Shusayachet or Shusarabim, so you can come to confuse the Shusayachet and the Shusarabim and think that that's allowed. But then there's an additional gzeda that Chachamim made later that you also now let to carry from one house to another house. Any two rishusayachets from one house to another house, from one chatzah to another chatzah, you now let to carry. However, as we'll see in this Mishnah, that that's only this gzeda not to carry from one chatzah to another chatzah is only if the things that you have in the chatzah, when Shabbos came in, they were in the house. And then it was brought into the house, into the chatzah. Then you now let to take it from one chatzah to another chatzah. But, taking it from one chatzah to another chatzah, anything that was there in the chatzah when Shabbos came in is allowed. Let's see in the Mishnah. Call Gagoy Seir, you have rooftops in a city, houses that are attached to each other and they have rooftops together. Rishus Achas, they're all like one Rishus, you're allowed to carry from one to another. So again, even though usually there's a gzeda, not to carry from one courtyard that's owned by one person to another courtyard, but you're allowed to carry from one to another. Why is this? Because Rashi here explains, Ein Tashmishon Tadir. It's not a place where you use constantly and permanently the way you use your house. To carry from one house to another house, you have to have a native chatzeris. To carry from one chatzer to another chatzer, you don't have to have a native chatzeris. Again, as long as we're talking about items that were there in that chatzer when Shabbos came in. And over here, the same thing with rooftops. Bovad, however, there's a condition to this. You shouldn't have one roof that's higher or lower than the other roof that's near it, tentfachim. This is Rab Meir's opinion. Just like there's the gzeda of Eid of Chatzeris between one house and another, same of, the same Allah of Eid of Chatzeris also applies between one chatzer and another. You have to have uh, between one chatzar and another, between one gag and another gag, you have to make an erev chatzeris. Each one is a reshus for itself. Shimonayim, Rab Shimon says, Echad gagois, whether it's roofs, rooftops, Echad chatzeris, courtyard, Echad karfifais, which is a storage area. Reshus, Achasein, Lekelem, Sheshofs, Luseichan. They're all considered to be like one reshus. 
So Rabbi Shimon is arguing on the, on the point that Rabbi Meir said that you have to have, it has to be level and not uh, one tenth fachim higher than the other. Rabbi Shimon disagrees with that. Another point Rabbi Shimon disagrees with, Rabbi Meir was saying you can carry from one rooftop to another, from one chatzah to another, but Rabbi Shimon is saying you can carry from a rooftop to a chatzah, from a chatzah to a karfif, any outdoor area. Any outdoor area you can carry from one to another without an aid of chatzedes. Because it's a place which doesn't have a constant dira for a person. It's more aray de so they didn't make the gzeda there. Then, if you had your kalim that were in the house when Shabbos came in, those things you're not going to be allowed to carry into another chatzar because your house is the main area where a person lives and that's separate from another chatzar, so that you're not allowed to carry without a native chatzaris. But from one chatzar to another, or even from a chatzar to a gag, from a gag to a karfif, in any outdoor area, you're allowed without a native chatzaris. So the Gemara starts explaining first Rabbi Meir's opinion of the Mishnah. So they were sitting, and Rabbi was with them, and they were saying as follows. What the Pshat and Rabbi Meir? We understand the Rabbanon's opinion. Just like you have separate dwellings in the houses below, with walls separating them, and it's two permanent separate dwellings, and therefore they have to make an Erev Chatzeres to carry for one to another. Same thing also on the rooftops. They're considered to be separated as well, and therefore they have to make a eight of chatzeres. But what's the opinion of Rab Meir? El Rab Meir, my kesava. He kesava kishem shidi yirin chalukal amata kach the yirin chalukal amaylo. If he would agree to this concept, that just like it's separated below, it's separated on the rooftop as well. Amayr shusachasin. How would Rab Meir say that all the rooftops are one rishus? If he holds at the separation, that there is indoors, downstairs, doesn't apply upstairs on the rooftop. Because it's above. So therefore, it's one rishos. I feel a gag of an nami. What what difference does it make if you have a, a height of one rooftop that's more than the other? Why should that height make any difference? That it has to be level. Why? So Abai answers like Did you not hear this gzeda that Rav Meir said? The Amar of Yitzchak Bar Avdimi. Rav Yitzchak Bar Avdimi said a gzeda of Rav Meir. When you find two different Rishuyas, but they're the same kind of Rishus. What does that mean? So he gives you the example right away. You have a big, nice courtyard, which is a Rishus Yachid. Inside your Rishus Yachid, you have another platform, another area that's 10 Tvachim high and 4 Tvachim wide. A Rishus Yachid within a Rishus Yachid. Okay? So what's the halacha here? Says Rav Meir, Aser Lekatev Olav. You're not allowed to take anything from your Rishus Hayachid and place it on this platform. Why? Gzeidim Shemtel Rishus Aravim. Because this is this could happen also in a Rishus Aravim where you have a Rishus Aravim with a platform in the middle and that platform in the middle of a Rishus Aravim, Rishus Hayachid. If you're going to allow to take an item from the Rishus Hayachid into another Rishus Hayachid in there, you might come to confuse and do the same thing in the Rishus Hayachid. This was Rav Meir's Gzeidah. If so, over here as well, 
carrying from one rooftop to another rooftop, if they're not level, if the other rooftop is ten tefachim higher, so even though it's like one and same Rishus HaYachet, he says, Rishus same, but because it stands out as a separate Rishus, because of its height, we're geyzer, that if you're going to allow the person to do that, a person will also come to make this mistake in the Rishus HaRabim. Does that mean I'm allowed to use the table here in the room? That's correct, maybe. Correct. We don't paskin. Maybe in a, in a, in a indoors it's different because in a indoors there's a concept of that the rooftop or basic dummy in a house, different levels of height don't matter. But in outdoors, this is the opinion of Rabnei. If you have any outdoors, but you have another area that's tall enough to be like a separate shush because it's ten tefachimah, you're not allowed. Now, we obviously don't paskin like Rabnei. That's why you never heard of this gzeda. Okay, as Taisa Soviet points out, even though usually we do Paschal like Rav but in this Zeta we don't Paschal like Rav That's why you never heard of this. Okay. So, if it's not Tent Fachim, so it's not, in the, it's not tall enough to be considered like a separate Rishos, right, within Tent Fachim, but if it would be Tent Fachim, Rav is Geyser. That's the same reason why if the two rooftops are not level, you can't carry from one to the other. So now the Gemara goes further in Rab Meir's Gzeda. We're holding over here. Savamina, we thought that this Gzeda of Rab Meir, I feel a machteshes, even if you have a machteshes, a mortar, I feel a gigis, a barrel, which is ten tfachim tall, would also be an issue to take from your Rishos Ayachid and put it on top of it. It's like a separate Rishos that he made this Gzeda. Abaya says, no. Hochi, Omar, Rav Meir was only referring to things that are more permanent, like a platform or a pole and an amasarichayim, the base of a, of a mill. But not things that are more temporary, that you can move around. Those are things that a person establishes a place for them. Okay, so this is the pshat of Rav Meir Mishnah. If this is the pshat of Rav Meir Mishnah, that's why the rooftops have to be level. Not mamish level. Let me just correct that. It can't be ten tefachim higher. How about between two courtyards? Just like Rav Meir and the Mishnah says that you're allowed to carry from one rooftop to another, you're also allowed to carry from one courtyard to another without a native chatzedes. So, but there's a wall in between. The kavua that wall is permanently there. Oh, but Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said regarding Rabbi Meir's opinion in the Mishnah, if you're going to analyze the words of Rabbi Meir carefully, according to Rabbi Meir's opinion, all these uh, rooftops are one rishos, all chatseris are like one rishos that you can carry from one to another, you can carry in karfifa storage area from one to another. My love, don't you think this means the shorty little tulip derech kaisel? You can carry from one courtyard to another, even over a wall, because it's outdoors, and any place outdoors, he allows it. But according to Rav Meir, we just said that if you have a platform, it becomes like a separate rishos. If the rooftop is 10 tochem higher from another rooftop, it's like a separate rishos. So why isn't the wall considered to be a separation, a wall 10 tochem high? No, Rav Meir did not say this in a place where there's a wall. You can only carry from one courtyard to another if there's a door, if there's an opening in between. And you didn't make an aid of chatzedes. But to tuck a go over the wall, Rav Meir would be geyser that it's not allowed. Just like when you have two rooftops that one is taller, ten tefachim from the other. 
Okay, now we go to the Chachamim's opinion of the Mishnah. The Chachamim Oimrim Kol Echad Ve'echad Rishos Bifnei Atzmai. Each rooftop is a separate Rishos, just like indoors, going from one house to another, from one apartment to another. You have to make an Eid of Chatzeris, going from one rooftop to another, from one courtyard to another, you have to make an Eid of Chatzeris. So here there's the Machlaikis, Rav Mishmol. Itmeh, says Rav, Rav Omar, Eimetaltalim Boy Ela Bedal Damas. Within each rooftop, you could only carry four Amas. Why? Because the halacha is, if your rooftop is open to another area that it's also to you to carry on, not only is it going to be also to you to carry into that area, but because it's open to another area that it's also to you to carry to, it asks also to carry within this area more than four amas. That's Rav's opinion. Shmuel says, no, you're allowed to carry within this rooftop, you're allowed to carry in the entire area. Even though L'chayr, it's open to another area, and L'chayr, everybody agrees that if it's open to another area that it's also to carry to, that should also ask you to carry within this area four amps. But nevertheless, Shmuel says that in your rooftop, you're allowed to carry as much as you want. You're only not allowed to carry from one rooftop to another. Okay, so now the Gemara is going to explain Shmuel's opinion. Or really, the Gemara is going to explain when they're arguing. And here we're going to come to the concept of good asik, imaginary mechitzes. We had already imaginary mechitzes in the previous Patek many times, but over there we were talking about imaginary mechitzes that you extend downward. We spoke about the mechitzes that go down into the water, that good achis, the word achis means it comes down. Over here we're going to talk about imaginary mechitzes going up the walls of the house to imagine as if that, those walls extend upward. So now the question is, between one, chatzah, between one rooftop and another rooftop, you don't have any wall separating them. However, in the apartments below, there are walls that separate one from another, one house from another. So could we consider those walls that are on the bottom as if it extends upward, separating one roof from another, to allow each rooftop to carry in their area as much as they want? That's the, what we're going to talk about here. Zakta Gemara if there are recognizable mechitzas from the bottom that you can see separating one house of the other, the kula Nobody's going to argue that those mechitzas we imagine that they extend upward to separate one rooftop from another. So let's see the picture of mechitzas anikarais. This is going to be over here in picture tov kuf chav vav, page I and base tov kuf chav vav. So you see the rooftops are separated one from another, even mamash mashu that doesn't mention any amount. If they're, if they're separated from each other a little bit, so the, the wall separating one house from another is nicker. So therefore those walls extend upward. We imagine as if it extends upward to separate one rooftop from another. That's mechitzas anikaris. But, kipligi, when are they arguing? Which is the next picture. When you have the houses that are attached to each other, and there's no recognizable wall that you can see when you're standing on the rooftop. So over here, that's the Shiloh. Do I use the concept of good asset? Do I imagine that the Mechitzas extend upward when I can't even see them? Rav Omar, Ein Metalkun, Bayel Bedal Dames. You can only carry within four Ames. Loi, Amrinon, good Asik Mechitzte. In such a case, I don't apply this concept of imaginary walls that go up. Shmuel Omar, Mutl Talton Bekuloi. You're still allowed to carry in your whole area of your roof. The Omar, good Asik Mechitzte. I imagine as if the walls are extending upward without having the, the separation of the rooftops. You can't even notice it, but those walls are there. And the rule of good asik applies even if you can't see it. Um, different color and roof. That doesn't matter. Because the wall, the wall has to extend upward. Mm. 
So now let's see the Lashon of Chachamim himself in the Mishnah. The Chachamim Oimrim. Chachamim said, Kol ach echad ve echad rishus la'atzmoi. Each wall, each, each, um, each rooftop, that is, from each house, is a rishus for itself. That's the, the Lashon that they use. Rishus la'atzmoi. So now, what's the meaning of rishus la'atzmoi? Bishloi melishmuel niche. This expression of rishus la'atzmoi, according to Shmuel, that says you can carry as much as you want in this area, Makes sense. Rishus la'atzmai means that in your rishus you can do whatever you want. But el rav kashia. According to rav, why is it using the term rishus la'atzmai? Even for there's a limitation even for yourself. Not only could you not carry from one rooftop to another, but there's even a limitation in your own rishus. So why is he saying rishus la'atzmai? Answers the Gemara. Omri be rav in the yeshiva of rav. They said mishmei the rav in the name of rav. Shaloyetaltol. The meaning of Rishos La'atzmai means that you, that you can only carry four Amis, and those four Amis only within your Rishos. Not two Amis in your Rishos and two Amis in the other person's Rishos. That's what it means, but the limitation of four Amis is there. But Rabbi Loza said, When we were in Bavel, so Havamrinam be Rav Mishmei the Rav by the Yeshiva of Rav they would say Rav's opinion. So the, the, the Omri they would say Eimataltlum by Elavadal Damas. And these rooftops when the houses are attached you can't <coughs> carry only in Dal Ramas. And the Hani the Beishmul and Button the Yeshiva of Shmuel they would say we have a Brisa. Tonu they they quoted a Brisa Ein Lohen Elogagon that each rooftop has their roof to carry in. Can't carry from one roof to another, but you have your roof to carry in. My What is the meaning of this brayse? They only have their rooftop to carry in. Don't you think it means the shari little tuli that every rooftop has its roof to carry in? So this is a question. This brayse that the yeshiva of Shmuel would quote is a question on Rav's opinion. Says the Gemara. Is the language of this brayse? Any stronger a proof against Rav than the language of the Mishnah? The language of the Mishnah said each gag is a rishus for itself, and we said what that means is that you shouldn't carry two amis in one rishus and two amis in another rishus. over here as well when it says what does that mean? Beis amis and beis amis You shouldn't carry two amis in one rishus and two amis in another rishus, in one gag and another gag. But there's no rai from this brayso against Rav. I did not hear this opinion of Shmuel. Never heard that Shmuel said such a thing that there's this concept of good asik, imaginary mechitzes that come up, and even when it's not nikr, even when you can't see those mechitzes, it still comes up and you could carry in the whole roof. I never heard this. So this is again, we have this in the, for some reason in Masechta Erev, and you have this more than in any other Masechta in Shas, where Rav Yosef forgets what he said or. Sometimes it turns out that he's right, but sometimes it turns out that he's not. He wasn't, he wasn't feeling well, so he forgot different things. They said, I never heard this. Amalei Abaye says, Abaye to Rav Yosef, At Omret Ne'elon, you, you yourself told us this opinion of Shmuel, that you say good asik even when, this, when it's not noticeable. Vaha Omret Ne'elon, and you told us this regarding the following Mishnah. This is a Mishnah that comes soon over here in this Pedic. Gag, Godel, Hasomoch, Legag, Lekotn. So this is, uh, again, if you take a look in the pictures of here, what we're talking about. We're talking about two rooftops that are near each other. One rooftop is larger and one rooftop is smaller. Okay, so which picture is it over here? This is going to be picture Tav Kuf Chav Ches. Okay, 
So what's the halacha? So the Mishnah says, Hagadol muter v'hakot nasser. The large roof you're allowed to carry, and the small roof is not allowed to carry. Why? So look in the picture. This is all based on the concept of good asik, imaginary mechitzas. The large roof, if you raise up the walls of the entire house, so you have walls that are surrounding the whole roof. Now that area where the small and the large roof are attached to each other, there is not, it's not nikah. Over there the mechitzas are not nikah, so you can't raise up the, the wall over there. Right, so in the large roof, you have enough coming around on all four sides to be able to carry there. The small roof, on the fourth side, it's totally attached, completely attached to the large roof. So on the fourth side, you can't raise up any of the mechitza, so you only have three mechitzas around it. And it's totally open to the large roof, so therefore you can't carry there at all. That's the difference between the large roof and the small roof. Now, that's the Mishnah. And now Yudav Yesef quoted us on this Mishnah. When did we say that in the small roof? You're not allowed to carry. When there's people living on the small roof and on the large roof, there's a lot of people living there. In other words, people are constantly walking across. People are walking across in this area. So now, even if you're going to have this imaginary wall that comes up between the small roof and the large roof, but nevertheless, when you have so much people walking across that area, we don't, we, it's not, we don't consider it to be an imaginary wall because people are walking through. So they step on that imaginary wall, so to speak. So it doesn't work. If you don't have these people walking across, then then each one can carry in their own rooftop. Why? Because of the imaginary walls that come up. So how do you have these imaginary walls coming up? The two roofs are attached to each other. So over here you see that Shmuel said, even though the two roofs are attached to each other, and they're not mechitzes hanikarais, the walls from the house and the bottom are not noticeable, nevertheless, we extend the wall, we imagine good asik that the wall comes up. So you, Shmuel, told us this halacha. Amalei, so Rav Yasef says, no, I never said this, I said something else. This is what I told you. We're actually talking about a rooftop that has a real, not imaginary, has a real mechitza surrounding it. That's in picture. Tov, Kuf, Lamed Aleph. Oh, they have a picture also from the Gemara before. You see in Tov, Kuf, Choftes, and Tov, Kuf, Lamed, that uh, people are walking through, so therefore it doesn't allow for the imaginary mechitza to be considered that it's coming up. Okay, picture Tov, Kuf, Lamed Aleph. So you have the imaginary, not imaginary, real mechitzas that are surrounding the entire rooftop. <coughs> okay, so you have a, basically a large courtyard, a large rooftop, and a small rooftop that's open to it. That, so Yasef is saying, that's what I was talking about. Huh? Yeah, yeah, a proper, a proper mechitza. Right, okay, but over here, because the houses are attached to each other, so therefore... The mechitz over there is incomplete. On the fourth side, it doesn't allow the mechitz to come up. Sakta Gemara, where we over here? Loishon el sheyesh mechitz al zeh, mechitz al zeh. So there's a wall around both of them. The god of mishteri bigifufi, the walls that are surrounding the bigger the bigger chotzer is going to be allowed to carry. Why? Because it has a mechitz that's surrounding it on all four sides. And there's the gifufi. What is the gifufi? The sides. On the sides, it also, even on the fourth side, it has mechitzas on the side. The cotton, the fritz bimiluai. But the small chata is completely open to the other chata. 
right? So this, this, the bigger rooftop is like separated. It has its own chatzar, and even though it's open to the small chatzar, again, the halacha, this is all based on another halacha. It's not only about the fact that it has the proper height, and therefore it's a proper rishus ayachet, but there's another halacha. When you have one area that's open to another area that's asa to you, so then the very fact that it's open to that area asses you as well to carry even in your own area. So over here you have the larger rooftop, it's completely open to the smaller chatzer, to the smaller part of the rooftop, but it's not completely open. Why not? Because the larger rooftop has the walls on the side that separate it from the small chatzer. That's the smallest rooftop, gifufi. The cotton, if it's bimiluoi, the smaller rooftop is completely open to the larger rooftop. And it, it doesn't have anything on the fourth side. That's when there is a full wall. When there's no mechitza on either one of them, they're both going to be awesome. Because one is open to the other. When one is open to the other, so then they're both going to be completely awesome. So the Gemara, Abaya asks back to Abaya, but how do you remember it long? I remember you told us something about Diyurin. Now you're telling me <coughs> that you were speaking about walls. I remember you telling me about the fact that there are people living there. That's what you told us. Like, like you said before, that there's imaginary walls, and people are living there, and they're walking across <coughs> these imaginary walls. This is not what you told us. So Rav Yasef says, I omri diyurin. If I said to you something about people living there, Hachi omri this is what I said to you. If you have a wall that's surrounding the entire area, a wall that you can live in, on the, in surrounding the big roof and the small roof, so then I say, God, as we explained before, the larger rooftop will be mutter, because even on the fourth side, it has the walls on the side of it, and the smaller rooftop is totally open to the large chatzah. However, if you only have a wall surrounding the larger rooftop, and the smaller rooftop doesn't have anything, any, any wall surrounding it, they don't have a picture for this, but the case is simple. The larger rooftop has a wall, and the smaller rooftop does not have a wall. So then what happens is, the, the smaller rooftop is allowed for the people of the larger rooftop to carry in it. And the reason is because the smaller rooftop becomes tuffle to the people in the larger rooftop because right now the people of the smaller rooftop didn't pull a, put a wall around their, around their rooftop. Why not? Why didn't they put a wall? That shows that they're not interested in using the rooftop. In order to use your rooftop safely, to have a wall. The people of the smaller rooftop didn't make a wall there. So if they didn't make a wall there, they show their intent that they're not interested in using their rooftop. So therefore, that smaller rooftop is not a separate area of a use of another person. So the people on the larger rooftop could use it. It's open to them. They could use it. And the people of the smaller rooftop cannot use their own rooftop. They didn't put up a wall there. And for sure, they can't use the larger rooftop. That's what I said. That's what Rav Yasef says. That's what I said. So the conclusion of all of this is, Rav Yasef says, I never heard what Shmuel said, that there's a concept of good asik when there's not mechitza sanikaris. That I never said. This is what I really said. Now, based on this last point that we learned over here, the Gemara brings a similar thing. When you have a situation where a person has a chotzer or a person has a rooftop, and he's showing his intent that he's not interested in using this. So, the Gemara. My, uh, huh? oh, this is the reason that I just explained outside, yeah. 
My timer, what's the reason that the people of the larger rooftop can use it? Since the people of the smaller rooftop did not make a mechitza for their small rooftop, they totally removed their intent of using this rooftop and therefore they can't use it at all. Only the people of the larger rooftop can use it. Like Rav Nachman said, You made a ladder that you can climb up to the roof and nobody else has a ladder that they made to go up to the roof. So they're not going up to the roof. Maybe they have a ladder, a, a temporary ladder. They go up sometimes, but you made stairs to go up to the roof. <laughs> so you are the only one that has a permanent access to the roof. You're the one that could use the entire rooftop and nobody else. There's no other shus over there that you have to be worried. You have the permanent use and no one else has permanent use. Amar Abaye, a similar aloha Abaye says, Bona So again, you have rooftops. And this is going to be picture Tafkuf Lamed Gimel. You have a few rooftops that are near each other, and there's no walls around them. You build this like small attic on top of your rooftop, and in your small attic, you build also an opening, like a little uh, pesach to go out, which the Gemara calls a daka. Okay, so what does that show? So you built a small attic on your rooftop. And you make this small opening of Fort Fachim. So you are not going to be allowed to carry on all areas of the rooftop because you're the only one that intends to use it. And you make your opening facing, this is an important detail, you make your opening of your little attic facing the entire roof. So there, you're the only one that shows the intent to use the whole area and nobody else. But Rava says, Sometimes the halach is going to be that when you make this little, <laughs> this little attic and you make a little opening, that it's going to be also for you to carry there as well. Everybody will agree that it's also for you to carry there. When would that be? The avida lohu tarbitza de base. Lahadi tarbitza de base. Okay, look, take a look in picture. Tov kuf lamedalit. What this means is when you made your little attic on top of your house, you made an opening. Where did you make that opening of your little attic? Facing to where? Facing to your garden. So what is the person's intent? He wants to have an area to be able to guard his garden. He's not making this little attic to be able to walk out and use the entire rooftop. Then what we say is, You're only making this little attic over there like as a watchtower, just to be able to go out over there and watch, but you're not intending to use the rest of the garden. So this is the same concept that we said before. When you have an area that one person does something to show that he has the permanent access and the other people don't have permanent access, so then you don't have to make an Erev Chatzeris Kula Alma, even according to the Rabbanon that said that each Gag is a Rishus for itself, because you're the only one that shows that you want to have permanent access to this area.